Sensation. I I didn't say Freaky Sensation because I already heard Freaky Sensation. Freaky Sensation is old. That shit came out in 08. That was 08. That was supposed to be on that uh, Untitled album. It didn't make the cut because he was going to call his new album uh, 12, 12 Play Chapter 4, I think, or something like that. Oh, yeah, 12 Play the Fourth Quarter. That's what he was supposed to call that Untitled album. But he changed the title for some reason. But man, that came out of nowhere. I mean, and, that, and, and 
I admitted I did it came out two years ago. I just never downloaded the song. I kept forgetting, bro. Damn it, that, that shit, yo, yo. Damn, R. Kelly, this nigga had to fuck, fuck his whole shit up, nigga. If he would have dropped this this year, oh my God. If this was a real album, bro, this would be a contender. It's a damn shame. My thing is, bruh, like, bruh, <laughs> yo, the unofficial, unauthorized album. I mean, Kale should have just let that shit slide, bro. You could have made some paper or something. And then you could have, like, sued the niggas that put it out. I mean, it's, ain't R. Kelly a free agent? Like, his label dropped him. Like, this is an incredible masterpiece, man. Crazy, bro. What we could have been on the charts. This could have been the number one album. I ain't gonna hold you. This ain't no jokes, man. This is like the unofficial album review and shit. <laughs> because shit, man. This is crazy, bro. Oh, man. Rest in peace to Mills Lane, bro. I know this ain't got shit to do with basketball and music. But my thing is, man, that's crazy that Mills Lane passed on, man. I mean, this dude used to be the only goddamn referee at all these fucking boxing matches, especially all the big boxing matches in the 80s and the 90s. Like, this nigga was, let's get it on! You know what I'm saying? That was my favorite shit, man. Damn. Then we lost another legend, a legendary basketball player, a two-time NBA champion, and one of the uh, most underrated head coaches of all time, Paul Silas. Rest in peace to him, too. Man, that dude, I heard back in the day, he was like, he was a, the most hard pick set motherfucker of all time and shit. This motherfucker, boom, you know what I'm saying? And he was like a, the bruiser of those 70s Celtics teams, you know what I'm saying? So rest in peace, Mills Lane and Paul Silas. And simp-ass Derek Jackson is back in the news. This nigga... And his wife is getting a divorce. This nigga done moved on with a whole other chick and everything. Doing that nice-looking wife of his, bold. I mean, you know, I was talking shit, man, when I was talking about his wife. I was talking shit because, you know, Shorty had the bonnet on. She had, like, a meltdown on online or something. And I'm just like, she couldn't fucking, man, that poor lady, dog, dealing with that simp-ass nigga, feed me females, this the wrong advice, but Kevin Samuels is the bad guy and the devil. And y'all celebrated his death, boy. Ooh, I saw y'all. 
I saw y'all celebrate Kevin Samuel's death. If Derrick Jackson died, y'all be crying like a motherfucker. Y'all motherfuckers are some clowns, bro. Like, that shit crazy. Like, this nigga that moved on and shit, man. Fuck Derrick Jackson, nigga, man. Fuck that bitch-ass, cock-sucking ass. This nigga was toxic, man. This nigga was toxic because he was splitting up the black unit, man. He was giving these broads all this simp-ass advice and low-key splitting up the black family. You know what I'm saying? And now, this nigga doing what everybody else is doing. Oh, contradicting-ass bitch. Fuck that nigga, dog. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him still. Ops, nigga. The ops. All right. Oh, man. Speaking of disrespected niggas. Oh, did y'all see this nigga Skip Bayless disrespect Shannon Sharp? Now, listen, man. I don't like when Shannon Sharp be dick-sucking LeBron too hard. He be going too far with it. But at the same time, Shannon Sharp, let me tell you something. He was a bad motherfucker as a tight end. He one of the greatest tight ends of all time. He might be a top five tight end to ever play football. I mean, you know, you know, he belongs with the Tony Gonzalez's, the Rob Gronkowski, and, 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 and them niggas. Travis Kelsey on his way up there, but he ain't there yet. Bro, Shannon Sharp is in that top five tight ends. The show. I know it's more, goddammit, but I just went with the ones that I I can name quickly. I mean, this man won two Super Bowls with Denver, won one with uh, on the Baltimore Ravens in 2000. He was incredible. But Skip Bayless, I know this ain't I know this ain't NBA and, and music talk, but fuck that. This I I had to speak on this shit. It's my show. I do what the fuck I want to do. Break my own motherfucking rules, you heard? But I, but this was a high level of disrespect. I did not like this shit at all. This cracker, Skip Bayless, said that you know. First, it was like a back and forth about Brady. About, of course, it's Boo Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Blah blah blah. Tom Brady. And then, you know, he told Shannon Sharp he was better than him. You had to retire at 35. Tom Brady's still 45 and playing. Okay, I would have let that shit slide. But when he said that Baker Mayfield was better than Shannon Sharp, Baker Mayfield? Are you kidding right now? Baker Mayfield ain't even a top 20 quarterback in the game right now. Is he even a top 30 at this motherfucking point? Like, get the fuck out of here with this disrespect. This man ain't never won a playoff game. This man ain't never... This nigga ain't done nothing. And you mean to tell me that Baker Mayfield, who's done nothing in his career but lose, is better than Shannon Sharp, a three-time Super Bowl champion? Not to mention all of the other accolades and awards that this man has won. I would have flexed on Skip. Uh-uh, bro. Ain't no fucking way, dog. Ain't no way. Look like Skip Bayless' racist colors have 
officially show we want the motherfuckers. I ain't racist. I had three black people on my house. One, two, three. That's enough shit. <laughs> yeah, that nigga true color. So I, I, I yo, yo. So they go cancel. Fuck this spirit. They need to. That shit has ran its course. First fake has run its course. You know, speak for yourself has run its course. Uh, what's that show that come on with Nicki and Mouth Right and Chris Dussard? Like all these sports shows, they need to clean. They need to clean they staff out. Like straight up on both channels, real nigga shit. Now, oh, sad news coming out of Detroit. I mean, I'm happy though. Kate Cunningham is officially out for the season. Now, I'm happy about this because, you know, I was saying on a previous show that Kate Cunningham should get, should do the surgery. You know, he has a stress fracture in his shin, bro. You know, Kate was considering sitting out for a few games and coming back to play on it. I'm like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 hold up, hey. Oh, damn. Dial it down, sir. Dial it down, sir. Because first of all, my guy, y'all not playing for anything. Y'all not playing for shit. Calm down. Let's take for Victor Wimbenyama, okay? Let's let's take for Victor. Just sit out the rest of the season. Just cool out. What's the fuck song? Chill in your Detroit big coat and your pink gators and just chill the fuck out. You know, pick the mini fro out. Get the facial hair tapered out and just chill out, bro. Have some hot dogs and all that other shit. Chill. You know what I mean? Chill the fuck out. Come on, Cade. He, he, I knew he was a smart kid. I ain't want Cade. I ain't want Cade Cunningham going out like T Mac and Grant Hill having to play on injuries when you're not playing for shit. You know what I'm saying? So my thing about that is, I'm happy that he's taking this. That he's getting the surgery. Okay. Did y'all see the game the other night with the Clippers and the Celtics, man? PG and Kawhi was like, you know, they they heard all that chatter about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum being the best duo in the league. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard had to show these two niggas like, hold on, man. Health-wise, my nigga. Health-wise, my nigga. If PG and Kawhi are healthy the whole season, they ain't been healthy, so they're not the best duo in the league. But if they're healthy and playing like they playing, my nigga, they're the best duo in the league. Kawhi Leonard, if healthy, is a top three player. Y'all might not like that, but I don't give a fuck. Because like I said, man, 3 and D, 
He can get you 27, 5, and 8, and 5. I mean, Brown and Tatum are what Paul George and Kawhi should have been. Because they've been disappointing. They couldn't, they can't stay healthy. And that's why they're not the best duo. But on paper, when healthy only. Paul George is a top 10 player if he's healthy. But he's been in and out of the lineup as well. And I heard, you know, Chuck and them talking about the Clippers this, the Clippers that, and everything. I feel like this, man. I, I worry about the Clippers. And I worry about them for this one reason. Paul George and Kawhi have not been on the court enough to gain some sort of type of chemistry because when you see Brown and Tatum on the flow, you see that chemistry. You see that back and forth and the chemistry they got with their teammates. When the when Kawhi and Paul George are out there, you see the confusion like, what the fuck? Because Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, Evita Zuba, all used to playing with either just Paul George or without Paul George and Kawhi. Oh, man, oh, man. So, we got Adam Silver actually did one thing right out of 100. Which is rename the NBA Awards. I mean, obviously, right? We already got... The uh, award, as far as I'm concerned, you know, with the Kobe Bryant All-Star Game MVP. We got that. Now we got some brand new shit. And they redesigned the trophy. So, check this out. The most valuable player is now the Michael Jordan trophy. That's fire. That's hot fire. Hot fire. That's the I mean, it's some people, it's some people hating on Michael Jordan for getting that award saying Kareem, Kareem, Kareem. Man, Mike, Mike can't even have an award now? Is that how much y'all motherfucking LeBron dick sucking, hating ass, faggot motherfuckers hate, hate Michael Jordan this bad, bro? Like, listen, I'm a Piston fan. I don't even like Mike. And it hurts for me to have to offend, defend him. I know it's LeBron fans saying this shit, nigga. I know it. It's those delusional gawk gawk 5,000 motherfuckers that's saying this shit. And yes, I said faggot. Do something. I thought so. But anyway. My thing is, all right, back to this shit. Michael Jordan got a trophy. Michael Jordan ain't got, ain't got nothing. Let Michael Jordan have this shit. Clutch Player of the Year. The Jerry West Trophy. That's interesting. That's an interesting award. Clutch Player of the Year. Wow. That's an award now. I wonder who it's going to be this year. Interesting. Rookie of the Year, the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. Man, did y'all see Wilt Chamberlain's rookie numbers? 
Ain't that nigga average like 50 his first year? <laughs> Ain't that motherfucker uh, average like 50 his rookie year, bro? Let me look at the rookie numbers real quick just to make sure. And I don't want to hear that fuck shit that y'all be talking about saying, uh, but, but he... He uh was playing in an era where it was guys six four playing center. Stop the cap. I'm gonna need y'all to look at my YouTube video about Will Chamberlain. Just type in King No NBA and Music talking type Will Chamberlain. You will see the award. You will see that Will Chamberlain had more than enough. Competition at his height. His rookie year, he averaged 38 and 27, y'all. God damn. Rightfully so. Defensive player of the year trophy is the Hakeem Olajuwon trophy. Okay. I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad. I ain't mad about I ain't mad at that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not upset. And yeah, a lot of people was mad about LeBron not getting an award named after him. He's still playing. The fuck up. God damn. Can other people get nominated for shit? Can other Great players of the past be honored. Jerry West was the logo. That's the only person that's been. And then the the finals MVP award is the Bill Russell MVP award. Finals MVP. Jerry West got an award and the logo. Then Hakeem got the defensive player of the year. That's fine. Sixth man of the year is the uh, John Havlicek trophy. That's what's up because I feel like John Havlicek is the most underrated player in NBA history. This man went 8 and 0 in the finals. 8 and 0. Four championships as a starter. Ladies and gentlemen, this man scored all his points with no three-pointer and never lost when it mattered. Most Improved Player of the Year, George Mikan Trophy. That's dope to honor George Mikan. That's dope. Man, everybody criticizing the choices. I ain't got no problems with none of these choices. I really don't because I'm a historian of the game. I know the game. I study the game. I eat the game. I shit the game. I just don't play it that fucking well. You know, I, I wasn't blessed with basketball skills okay but hey but i can make a layup in a fucking jump shot bro and some free throws i play defense pretty good but that's all 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 you gonna get from me but yeah man i ain't got no problems with this
let's see what we got here. What we got here. The Phoenix Suns. Man, oh man, oh man. Let's talk about the Rockets coach Steven Silas, man. Man, props to Steven Silas for thugging it out, bro. Like, when you lose your father and have to coach a game the next day, bro, that's some that's some heart. That's some heart for your ass. That's real nigga shit. That's dope, man. Shout out to Steven Silas. And did the press conference. And coached the whole game. It's one strong, strong nigga right there, bro. Motherfucker need a day off after, you know, if I'm a coach, like, I'm, I want to be with my motherfucking family for a week at least. Like, the fuck? And Phoenix lost again. God damn. Did they lose to, to the Rockets twice in a row by 14 points? Don't tell me that. Yo, this is live shit right here. Hold on, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Never mind, never mind. Oh, the the Phoenix Suns, the last game, have shown their flaws. I keep telling y'all. Shout out to the cat that I was uh, politicking with on TikTok. He was talking about Phoenix Suns was the perfect team and all this other shit. I'm just like, bro, they need some goddamn help over there. They ain't got enough. I know Booker's been missing, but at the same time, I told, and then Aiton got injured tonight. That's not good. So the West is starting to look a little bit wide open, but the Phoenix Suns, the last five games, they lost to the Mavericks by 20, lost to the Celtics by 28, lost to the Pelicans by 11, lost to the Pelicans by six again, and then lost to the Rockets by 14 tonight. Damn, damn, damn. But anyway, man, let's get back to this money, dog. Let's get back to this motherfucking money. Well, the Orlando Magic Arts are expected to shop Terrence Ross, Gary Harris, and Mo Bamba. Yes, Lord, lots of teams could use these three services, especially these teams that are, like, on the bubble here. You know, like, oh, I mean, Phoenix, hello. <laughs> they definitely can use them. I mean, Clippers, hello, Terrence Ross. They almost got Terrence Ross in the offseason. I mean, what if Portland had one of these three guys, or all three of them for that matter, eh? Man, let me see. Let me check the end. Let me look at the goddamn teams in the league here. Yeah. Let me see. Memphis, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm saying, though, I'm saying, Miami Heat, <laughs> y'all niggas need to put something together to get these three cats, man. They, they're some decent players, and that can help teams out there. Now, let's see, what else do I got to talk about? Interesting. Uh, there has been a three-team trade discussion that involves the Bucks, the Rockets, and the Sun because we know that the Bucks want Jay Crowder. So does Miami. 
And um, the deal that is currently being discussed is an even deal. It's a three-team trade. We have the Bucks receiving Jay Crowder and Garrison Matthews. We have the Rockets receiving Grayson Allen, George Hill, and Dario Saric. And the Suns receiving Eric Gordon and Kenya Martin Jr. Let me tell you something. Suns need to beg for this shit, man. Because if, if they get these two... That's a step into the right direction. Then Phoenix is only giving up Dario Saric and Jay Crowder. They're not even giving up their their uh their main core, which is excellent. But I feel I still feel like they need to go after Kyle Kuzma. That's the guy that they can get at an affordable flat rate right now. Because Kuzma, he's gonna be demanding some real some major figures so now's the perfect time to go get somebody like that because you know they sinking down the western conference as we speak phoenix went from being the number one team in the west to being number four overnight so you got to think about it I mean, this move would help the Suns the most, obviously. The Rockets getting Grayson Allen would be dope for that core. George Hill definitely getting bought out. Dario Sarge might stay. Then Garrison Matthews is a solid player. Jay Crowder would definitely help the Bucks. That'd be another dog, another Black Forces nigga to go with. Bobby Portis, a Black Forces nigga. I think Giannis is becoming a Black Forces nigga. Wes Matthews is a Black Forces nigga. You know what I'm saying? The Bucks got some Black Forces niggas. You did. So, and then, speaking of Kyle Kuzma, the Los Angeles Lakers, the New York Knicks, and the Sacramento Kings are teams to monitor for Kyle Kuzma services. Oh, so now, back then, y'all didn't want me. Now I'm hot, y'all all on me? Is that what y'all on the Lakers? Kyle Kuzma don't want to come back, bro. Kyle Kuzma don't want to come back to y'all. Stop it. New York Knicks? Who they giving up? Who y'all giving up? That's what I want to know. Who y'all giving up to get Kuzma? Y'all going to give up on Barrett? Y'all gonna give up on, on RJ Bear? Because obviously, you know, Kuzma plays the three or the four. They're not are, are they gonna give up Julius Randle? Fuck y'all gonna do? Sacramento Kings, oh my god! Sacramento getting Kuzma? And Sacramento is seventh in the West. God damn it. So, like, I mean, Harrison Barnes and uh, and Davion Mitchell in a pick don't sound too bad for Kuz, baby. 
I would do it. I would do that shit. Not gonna hold you. Everybody wants Bohan Bogdanovich, especially the Fakers. Man, the Lakers gotta be the biggest groupies in NBA history, bro. They want everybody on their goddamn team. They want first they wanted Bradley Beal. They wanted Kawhi Leonard. They wanted now they want Kuzma back. Now that Kuzma break it out. No, nigga. You're not gonna stifle Kyle Kuzma game. It's just not gonna happen. Everybody wants Bohan Bogdanovich. Bohan's been showing out so good in Detroit. That, I mean, that we offered him an extension off the rip. You think we gonna give up Bohan Bogdanovich for free? You can suck our dicks. Fuck out of here, nigga. You crazy? You better give us a first-round pick or something. Little fakers. Must be out your rabbit-ass mind. Better give us a couple first round picks. Give us them 2028, 2029, boys. Or do a three team deal where we receive two first round picks or something. Mohan Cole. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade him. If I'm the if I'm the uh pistons. I would take him off the board immediately. Unless we receive it a young, up-and-coming nigga in return. We ain't, giving, we ain't giving them up. We shouldn't give them up. I know Troy Weaver's going to do the right thing because he's been good so far. Even Killian's starting to look good. His only error in my book. All right. Before we get to this, uh, before we get to this Lakers and uh, Celtics game, is it time for Phoenix to consider trading Chris Paul? I know, I know. He's old. I get it. But that contract and Phoenix, in order for them to get better, sometimes you got to make a sacrifice in order to get better. And Chris Paul has to be that sacrifice. The question is for who? And I have the solution, ladies and gentlemen. I have the solution. So check this shit out, my nigga. Check this shit out. We got... Okay, so... If they were to make this trade, it would have to be next year because this person cannot be traded this year because the extension is just too fresh. And February 9th is the trade deadline. For real though. For real, bro. Like, so, check this out. Next year, if the Suns don't get back to the NBA Finals, and if the Los Angeles Lakers can't get to the conference finals, the Phoenix Suns should trade Chris Paul from LeBron James next year. 
I know a lot of Fakers fans are like, what you mean, Trey LeBron? LeBron can't be Trey. I mean, man, listen, this is the NBA. LeBron James is older. He still has flashes of old LeBron sometimes. You know, he still can get you 23, 8, and 8 with no problems. He's still a dope-ass player. He's still a top 15 player in the league, even at that tender age of 38, which he will be in a couple of weeks. But let me show you how this trade is beneficial for both sides. Chris Paul going to the Lakers. Okay, you got Russell Westbrook's contract coming off the books. Russell Westbrook probably not coming back to the Lakers. Probably not. Because some team is going to overpay for him and gamble on him. And I think that team would probably be the Knicks, in my opinion. I don't know if Russell Westbrook is going to take a pay cut and come off the bench for Chris Paul. I don't see that happening. But, however, Chris Paul going to L.A., him and Anthony Davis, oh my. Must see TV. Chris Paul may not be able to get you 19 and, and, and 12, but he can get you 12 and 15. I mean, not 12 and 15, but... uh. But uh, 12 and 12, I should say. But that Lakers team would run so much better with Chris Paul, Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, Anthony Davis, and Thomas Bryant. It, the, the system would run much smoother. And then the Lakers would have all that cap space. All that cap space. They can gamble inside a big free agent to go alongside Anthony Davis. Gotta think about it. The Lakers will be better because, you know, LeBron is too focused on the scoring record. They don't necessarily care about winning a championship. Well, he doesn't. He's established. He's all the favor, first ballot, the top 10 player of all time and shit. He good, you did. But check this out, right? LeBron James goes to Phoenix, right? Devin Booker and <laughs> and LeBron James would be a hell of a duo in the NBA. And then the pieces that Phoenix has, it's LeBron James's game. Now they would have to start campaign. That's fine. He can hit open shots. Devin Booker, obviously, is going to be open. Then you got, uh, what, what, what? You still got Cam Johnson. Miles, uh, Michael Bridges will still be there. He can hit corner threes. Landry Shaman hits open jump shots. Torrey Craig can hit open jump shots. That team is tailor-made for LeBron. Then, you know, DeAndre Ayton would be the only flaw because, you know, he, him and Big Man don't necessarily mesh well. But, I mean, he meshed well with AD. So, Ayton could get them lobs and shit. Phoenix would be a championship contender with LeBron. They just wouldn't win a championship. It'd technically be the same position. 
But Phoenix getting rid of Chris Paul. I mean, LeBron man's is James Jones. That's his man. You know, he went to five, six straight finals with LeBron. That's LeBron man's. You can make it happen. I think a LeBron and Devin Booker combination would be fired. Chris Paul playing alongside Anthony Davis would definitely be dope for the West. So, let's get to this game. I'm not going to talk about every game because I don't want to fucking waste. I don't want to uh, take up all your time. But New Music Fridays is going to be dope this week. You know, we got Absol dropping. I'm going to do a Kamaya Keep It Lit review. That's going to be fire. And then, the people that we don't know that's coming out on the night. Let's talk about the Celtics versus the Lakers tonight. This was an incredible game. Because starting out, I mean, honestly, I thought Boston was going to whoop their ass. I ain't even going to hold you. I thought for sure that Boston was... I thought Boston was going to whoop their ass. I was worried that it wasn't going to be a close game, but then the Los Angeles Lakers came back into the game in the third quarter. He came back in the third quarter. They ran up the numbers for sure. I mean, Russell Westbrook, Despite having a, a terrible overtime, he was incredible this game. A lot of y'all punk motherfuckers wrote Russell Westbrook off. I had told y'all. Russell Westbrook was never the issue on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers have high highs, low lows. Their high highs is you got three Hall of Famers. Low lows is no defense and inconsistent three-point shooting. Tonight, what got them going was transition basketball. Transition basketball. I mean, the Lakers ended up losing 122 to 118, but it was a big, it was some stories. There's a lot of stories that went on in this game, like. LeBron and AD chemistry, Russell Westbrook and AD chemistry, which is incredible. Then you had Jason Tatum lighten LeBron James' ass up. He was fucking that old man up something scandalous. This man had 40, Tatum had 44 points, 9 rebounds, and 66. Now, Boston went cold that entire third quarter. Marcus Smart, don't shoot a basketball ever again, bro. Like, yeah, he hit the shot. He hit a big shot that sent it into overtime. I understand that. But, however, that motherfucker was Brick City. The whole goddamn game. He's taking some of the worst shots I've ever seen a player shoot. It's like, Marcus Smart, come on, dog. Come on, man. Come on, now, dog. 
fucking goosey voice. Like, come on, dude. You are not like that from three. Like, yes, he's good for a couple of threes, but the three-point shot, the way he was shooting it, he was acting like he was Steph Curry. I mean, he was 7 of 17. It looked, wor- it looked worse than 7 of 17, bro. That's what he shot? I thought he shot way worse than that. I thought he was 7 of 100 as bad as this motherfucker was shooting. Like, God damn, Marcus, at least take it to the basket when you know your black ass is off. God damn. That shit was irritating me. I'm sorry, but not sorry. That shit was hella irritating me, God. But Jalen Brown had 25 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists. It was very, very interesting and incredible. LeBron James, though, 33-9-9. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. LeBron was getting, getting to it in the fast break. He was causing turnovers. He had two steals. Then he only had four turnovers. That's low for him. Anthony Davis, though, 37 and 12. Russell Westbrook, 20 points, 14 rebounds, five assists off the bubble. Fucking bitch, y'all. This dude is incredible. He's having a crazy season. Like I told y'all. The Lakers will be above 500, but will they make the playoffs? I'm still not sure. The West is competitive. I mean, 42 and 40 in the West could be ninth or 10th, depending on the circumstances and the uh, situation. But that, but they got a lot out of their big three, and nothing out of nobody else. Pat Bev hit two threes. That's it. Lonnie Walker only had seven points. That's it. I mean, that's probably why they lost. Because if you look at it, LeBron and AD was tied in a motherfucker. Granted, they did exert a lot of energy. This was like one of the top three games this year. So the Lakers got two of the top three games all season. That's crazy, ain't it? I don't know what the third game is, but that's kind of ironic how like a team that's what? Five games under 500 had two of the games of the year. Because like I said, high highs, low lows. But this was a dope-ass, incredible-ass game. What a way to spend a Tuesday Tuesday night. But yeah, that's my show. Just 
kicked on a censor. I admitted I did it, and I'm gone.